I don't know about you, but some days I feel guilty for taking a day off. There are days where I find it hard to enjoy rest because I feel lazy in my pursuits. Even after working long hours on a project, there are still times where I feel like if I'm not doing something productive, I'm wasting my time. Although I know deep down this isn't true, I still have to remind myself that it's okay to take a day off. In fact, it's okay to take an entire week off if you need to. Why? Because what I have found to be true is that rest is a form of productivity. And while hard work pays off in the end, being intentional about a rest is equally important, if not more, to how we show up in the world. Everything is spiritual, and it's about time that we learn what it means to dig in a little deeper. I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and I created Spirituality Untamed as a way for women to unlock their spiritual liberation and divine freedom. God has gifted each one of us the ability to go deeper and tap into our higher callings. But in order to fully step outside of the boxes that have been holding us back for far too long, it's imperative that we allow our own spiritual journey to run free, wild, and untamed. In this podcast, we explore different mindset patterns, meditation practices, and the power of manifestation in order to grow into our greatest potential. Each week, we discover our own unique giftings through divine affirmations and spiritual truths as we allow ourselves to be unified in spirit. I believe that God is vast and beautiful and mysterious, and that together, we can step out of the box and into our truest selves. This is Spirituality Untamed. Are you ready to dig deeper and let your own spirituality run wild? are officially in the holiday season, I feel like we need rest now more than ever. During the holidays, our schedules can become pretty hectic. There's all the shopping and gift wrapping and cooking and cleaning and all the end of the year deadlines and a plethora of other needs to be met. While it can be the most wonderful time of the year, it can also be the most stressful time of the year. Not to mention you throw in a global pandemic and then you have all kinds of other things you have to worry about this time of year. And honestly, it can be so chaotic and so stressful. But you know what? This is one of the best times to rest. This is one of the best times to take a break from all the shopping and preparing for family meals and to really sit back and relax. Take some time off, practice self-care, Do something for yourself that feels restful. Rest is vital to our everyday health and well-being. And I'm not just talking about taking naps every day, although that is a form of rest. But what I'm talking about is ensuring that you find rest for different areas of your life, especially during this holiday season. There's this false notion that if you rest, you're being lazy and that you're not being productive. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Before all that is COVID-19, 
Our society thrived on minimal rest, minimal sleep, and minimal self-care while simultaneously encouraging people to overdose on high amounts of caffeine to get through long, unproductive days full of busy work all in the name of hustle. With this, people forget to take care of themselves and then they feel guilty for wanting to sleep in a little longer or to take a day off to fully rest from their strenuous workloads. However, since 2020 has allowed us more downtime, or at least time to slow down at home and be more present in our lives, I believe that this idea of work, work, work is slowly shifting the paradigm to focusing on what true productivity looks like. And here's a little known secret for you. Rest is a form of productivity. It's healthy and necessary. And with true rest, this in turn allows you room to work more efficiently. And since we are officially in the holiday season, what better time to share with you five different ways you can find productive rest in between all the other holiday tasks the end of the year brings. Number one, you have physical rest. I think we are all familiar with physical rest. Many of us envision taking a nap on the couch after a long day at work or taking a long hot shower before bed to unwind for the night. When we feel we need to take some downtime for physical activity, this is our body recognizing physical fatigue and bodily exhaustion. You often feel this after a strenuous workout or if you've been on your feet all day at work. Out of the various ways to rest, I think physical rest is the easiest to visualize or act upon. If you feel physically wore out, then you find a place to sit back and relax. Even if you're not going straight to sleep, you still find a way to be physically still. Whether it's a 30-minute lunch break during work hours or taking the afternoon off to find some time to rejuvenate. However, number two, emotional rest. This is a form of rest that we so often neglect. We forget that we are human beings with real-life emotions and that they vary constantly throughout the day. So when it comes to emotional rest, it may be hard to visualize what this looks like or how to implement a productive emotional reset. When we feel emotionally exhausted, this is our heart telling us that it feels heavy, that we feel emotionally depleted. And this is totally normal. This is normal for everyday life. It's totally normal to feel emotionally depleted during the holidays and especially during 2020. We all have these times where we feel emotionally exhausted. Our emotions, or at least everyday challenges and experiences, can wear us out. Physically, we may feel rested and feel productive, but that doesn't necessarily mean our emotions are intact. That doesn't mean we are capable of being fully present with our emotions. When you feel emotionally fatigued, one of the best ways to be productive during this time is to do an emotional inventory check. Surely there are events, experiences, people, or all the above that are causing you some form of emotional stress. I mean this in the nicest way, but people are draining. As someone who is a self-proclaimed introvert who loves people, 
but also really enjoys her quiet alone time, people can be emotionally exhausting. Having to be present, not only for yourself, but being emotionally present for others can be very stressful and can cause a lot of tension if left unchecked. It's not that these are bad people or bad things, but if you're not taking care of yourself emotionally, then you can't possibly take care of someone else emotionally. By creating an emotional inventory checklist, you can set aside 15 minutes to truly evaluate how you are feeling. You can either write it down or keep a mental tab, but by truly evaluating how you are feeling and what is leading you to have specific emotions is a great way to find emotional rest. This helps guide you to a space of clarity in areas that may either need more paying attention to or simply allowing your emotions to freely come and go. This form of productivity is an emotional release and helps you feel more emotionally connected and in tune with you and your body as well as other people. Number three, a mental rest. Finding mental rest is different from physical rest or emotional rest in the way that it allows you to reset your train of thought. I view this as your mental energy. Just like emotions, we compartmentalize our thought life and inner self-narrative throughout the day. Different things and people require different levels of mental strength, and it's easy to feel mentally exhausted at the end of the day. I don't know about you, but I have had several days where I felt physically fine, physically well-rested, but mentally, I was just not there. My mindset and thought life were completely exhausted from having to be present and aware at all times. Our thoughts continuously race throughout the day, and although there are tons of ways to reset your mindset and how you think about things, there are still areas where we forget to tend to our thought life. One way to find productive rest for our thoughts is to evaluate our energy levels. Recognizing different areas in our lives that cause us to be more on in certain areas or even when we feel more mentally aware. For some of us, we are major night owls and get so much work done throughout the night. For others, the best time for us to make strong decisions is first thing in the morning while it's fresh on our minds. And neither time is inherently wrong. But it's important to recognize your specific energy levels and where you feel most mentally present. By understanding where we feel more mentally attuned to the world shows us when we need to take a step back and find rest. When we know our best time to show up, we also know when it's time to wind down, pick up the pieces the next time we feel our best selves. Number four, occupational rest. This form of rest is exactly what I was talking about a little while ago when I was sharing the idea that if we're not working, we're not being productive. I mean, it's in Dunkin' Donuts' slogan, America runs on Dunkin'. It's no secret that we overwork ourselves and drink copious amounts of coffee and call it good. Also, I love Dunkin' Donuts. This is not a shot at them. But seriously, Who else is over this BS idea that you have to overwork yourself to the point of physical, emotional, and mental exhaustion just to go home and have to worry about all of a whole other set of priorities? 
And honestly, something that this year has taught me is that working from home doesn't necessarily fix the obligations. It doesn't necessarily fix the need for occupational rest. In some accounts, it's often a lot harder to separate work and home life when you're at home on the computer all day. You feel this guilt that because you're home, you need to fill this void and get double the work done. Not to mention, owning your own business and working at home has a very different layer of stress and worry added to it that it's hard to separate work talk and dinner conversations. You often feel as though you can't just turn it off. Normally, people who go to work wish they were at home, but oftentimes people who work at home often daydream of getting out and grabbing a coffee just because. And this is why occupational rest is extremely important for our health and well-being. We need to be able to turn it off. We need to be able to distinguish when it's time to get things done and when it's time to have fun. One of the best ways to beat the occupational funk is to find something creative. Do something fun and non-work related. Go read your favorite book. Go build a shed in your backyard. Go and learn a new language. Something to get you away from your desk and to find something that doesn't feel like work. This not only gives you something to look forward to after your work is finished for the day, but also gives you permission to play and be creative and have fun. And number five, spiritual rest. I believe that spiritual rest encompasses all the various ways of productive rest by separating yourself from what you do to finding something that allows you to simply be. Simply being in the present, being aware of your surroundings, recognizing various things that do and do not serve you or ring true for you. It's about allowing yourself space and freedom to just be. Whether it's in the form of prayer, gratitude, or meditation, true spiritual rest gives you the tools to allow everything else to come and go and to accept things that are and accept things that are not. In theory, this should be the easiest to implement, but honestly, I saved it for last because many of us, myself included, spiritual rest is an afterthought and we often leave this part out. Why? Why do we leave this out? Well, I think it's because it's probably the hardest to implement in practice. It can be easy to find time to take a nap. It can be easy to find emotional patterns that deplete you. It can be easy to find mindset hacks to fill a void. It can even be easy to find something you enjoy outside of work. But to sit and think and reflect and find gratitude in your life, especially when things aren't going as you had planned and things are less than desirable, these can be some of the toughest actions to partake in. But what's beautiful about spiritual rest to me is that it goes way beyond just us. There's this greater power guiding us through times of trials and triumph. There's something so secret about spiritual rest that leaves us feeling whole. Just simply being in the here and now feels so peaceful when you actually put it into practice. So my question for you for the week is this. In what areas in your life can you find time for intentional rest this week? Y'all, we are officially in the holiday season and I could not be more excited for this time of year. 
Let me know if this episode helped you in any way and how you can find productive rest during this season. Until next time, friends, may your holidays be filled with joy, peace, and of course, rest. Thanks for joining me this week on Spirituality Untamed. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave an honest review of the show. Your feedback is greatly appreciated as it helps future listeners dig deeper into their own spiritual journey. If you want to dig deeper within your own spiritual journey and link arms with other women as we dive into our higher selves, then I have news for you. Just head on over to the Spirituality Untamed community on Facebook and click to join. I also produce another show alongside my husband. The Reckless Pursuit is a safe place where Christians can ask unsafe questions, where we discuss various issues such as deconstruction, questioning beliefs, and dealing with religious trauma. If you would like to join in on the conversation, then join us over at Nomads, a safe community to ask unsafe questions. Of course, any of the resources mentioned in this week's episode, as well as information on the show and our Facebook community can be found in the show notes below. Again, thanks for hanging out with me this week. And until next time, don't forget to dig in a little deeper today.